Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Our guy Jake normally does a great job mixing sound. I don't yeah. think that will make the Jake the, the Jake Hassan Hall of Fame. Hall of Jake. It's the Hall of Jake. Standing in the Hall of Jake. <laughs> to be fair, like the Hall of Jake is probably a pretty fun place, right? Jake's Jake's oh, really yeah. fun and affable. Like, probably have a good time. We, we gotta get, call like, him the snake. Ooh. <laughs> we gotta, gotta have like a big like like crew hangout. I think would would be would be a lot of fun. Uh, Jake has apologized in our chat. Jake never apologize. Like yeah. like like many people say, never apologize. The great Jake Hassan right. here with us on. Skewer you anyway, so who cares? <laughs> done, right? done, you better, you better. Listen, Jake's awesome. Just what do you, what do you, sometimes you get you get bad options. What can you do? Uh, Sam Paniatovich is going to join us in just a second. The the clip we played coming back from break may have been indecipherable to you, dear listener and dear viewer. But we know that it is a Penn State highlight from last week. As Penn State goes over the total. Um, Ken and I literally laughed. We chuckled at the sports book watching the game last week in Las Vegas as Sam's chuckle game cashed last week. Sam joins us in a moment. Want to remind our listeners and viewers that are consuming the show live. Colin Wilson coming up in 20 minutes from the Action Network. Joey Kanish, 40 minutes from the Hammer. Anthony DeBundo in an hour from the Action Network talking soccer. Lockmas still to come. Big-ass power hour featuring our bets for week two in the NFL still to come. But joining us right now the captain of Chuckle, one of our absolute favorites here on You Better You Bet. You follow him on Twitter, at SB Shoot. You watch him talk sports betting on Nesson. You read his work, sports betting, foxsports.com, and you and, and you also watch and listen to the Bear Bets podcast with our pal Chris Felica, Sam Paniadovich on that, and his sports betting podcast is Chicken Dinner, which is awesome. We encourage our listeners and viewers to check it out, and he joins us here, as he does every Phenomenal Football Friday. Sammy, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. How the hell's it going? Going okay. I wish you guys could hear me and Jake talk offline, but that's probably for the uncensored podcast uh, that drops <laughs> later this weekend. We're just looking at quarterbacks, man. It sounds like Harris at uh, UTSA is not going to play, and I'm sure you guys have talked about that. That game is tonight, Army-UTSA. It sounds like UTSA's quarterback is out, and it also sounds like Tulsa's quarterback is out. So uh, always the quarterback stuff, as you guys know. Sam, I, I think what that speaks to, too, that's like, you know, come on the show and like, what what do you lead with? Like UTSA and Tulsa and quarterbacks like the, this slate of games, uh, not great, you know, especially if you're just a casual college football fan. But look like we can even though there are bad games, we can still bet on all of them. We can still make money on all of them. I think a game that people are hoping is competitive just because there are so many games that are not is the Illini taken on Penn State plus 15. Uh, so Penn State favored by about two touchdowns in this game. Penn State's looked awesome so far. There was an article written today that we should start thinking about them instead of Ohio State as like sort of like a Big Ten team that can make the the playoff. Maybe a little premature, but just kind of gives you an idea where people are at on this team. Uh, What about Penn State laying about 15 to uh, to Illinois on Saturday? Yeah, and I think everything you just said, Ken, is sort of built into the point spread. Penn State is on the road in a sleepy spot laying north of two touchdowns, right? It's a weird spot, and – You know, they've been at home for two straight. They played West Virginia. West Virginia stinks. Delaware is awful. They won 63-7. Now they hit the road for the first time. And I'm telling you, like, I went to Illinois. Nobody's going to be at this game because nobody cares. The student section will be empty. There will be 20,000 people there, and it's going to be the sleepiest spot in a long time for Penn State. And I think that, you know, you think about the number, right? You know, if it was plus 10, I wouldn't take it. If it's plus 13, I wouldn't take it. I would take anything north of two touchdowns here. And you look at the total, too. Like, 15 is a lot of points generally. 
But 15 is even more points when we're talking about a total of 48, 48 and a half. Altmeyer is good. This quarterback Illinois has, he can run. He can throw. They have some weapons at receiver, but really it's the number. Like, I like Penn State a lot. I think Penn State could go 11-1 and this year, but I'm not laying 15 with Penn State in its first road game at Illinois. Illinois is going to be weirdly sneaky in this game, and I'm going to take those 15. My sense is, by the way, the uncensored off-air conversation between Sam and Jake. I'm I'm just going to guess that it was about this game, like the the Illinois Penn State game. I don't know that for sure. Probably. We don't have to confirm it. That would just be, I think, in the betting market, that would be that would be the heading the heavy favorite. Sam, let's hit another game in college football this weekend. What do you got for us, please, in Oklahoma and Tulsa? And, and I know you got strong thoughts here because you and I texted about it a little earlier. What do you have for us here with OU and Tulsa? Yeah, so we're talking about a different number now. It's like 28 and a half, 29. I missed all the 28 for this audience. But there's bad quarterback news at Tulsa, and it came out late last night. I hate when it doesn't, you know, the market doesn't wait till Friday or Saturday for our Friday hit, but, you know, the market's going to move. And it sounds like Tulsa is probably on quarterback three for this game. Now, let's be clear. Oklahoma could win by 40 with quarterback one at Tulsa, but it's Tulsa's on quarterback three. And I'm not really worried about the hook or the point. You know, I know we want to lay the right numbers and all that, but 28 and a half, I'm not worried about because Oklahoma either wins by 17 or 50 in this game. And you think about what happened last year at Oklahoma, you know, they were really, really bad in the first year under Brent Venables and he's got a lot to prove. So what does he do? He runs it up in games like this because Tulsa can't stop Oklahoma. Oklahoma is going to score touchdowns on most of its drives. And, you know, 28, 28 and a half, 29, I don't think any of that matters. I think Oklahoma names its score. And you think about this, this price is actually cheaper because the game is at Tulsa. Like if this game is in Norman, we're talking 39, 40. But because it's on the road, there's some built-in respect for the home team, but this is probably, I'm telling you, like 49-10, 49-17. I'm going to lay it with Oklahoma. Sam, I, I know last week I asked you about Colorado. Obviously, they were playing Nebraska. And I know, you know, you weren't like, didn't have something you were super confident in on the game. But I just, you know, Colorado is like the story of the season. I just kind of wanted your opinion on that game. I don't think anything's changed this week. They, they beat Nebraska. They're undefeated, obviously. And this should be one of the most winnable games on their schedule playing Colorado State. Obviously, we know all the off the field stuff with Norvell and what he said about Dion wearing sunglasses. Then Dion bought all his players sunglasses today and they took a video of that. Amazing. None of that probably has anything to do with what's going to happen on the field. It's just all kind of a sideshow, but it's kind of interesting. Colorado laying 23 and a half. With a, and the over has been getting bet up to 62 and a half against Colorado State as Colorado looks to stay undefeated this season. Uh, any thoughts on that game before we move on to the NFL? Yeah, again, I have some money against Colorado, but I'm not going to be like content space driven anti Buffaloes. You know, I want to be that guy that goes, hey, we should bet against Dion every week. But I mean, this look ahead number at the Westgate and the South Point was Colorado minus 10. You know, that was the number preseason. And clearly that number was wrong. But I think 24 is wrong, too. You said 23 and a half. I see some 24. And, look, this won't be popular, but if you made me pick this game, I would take the dog. Colorado has to have bigger fish to fry, right? I mean, you got Oregon on deck. You got USC after that. I, I, I would doubt that Travis Hunter plays – 100 snaps in this game. I don't think Shadur Sanders is out there in the fourth quarter. So this back door probably never closes. 
if you made me bet this one, I'd take the 24 with Colorado State. But let me be, you know, very clear. I, I have not wanted to bet Colorado in week one or in week two. So in this spot here, like, I, I feel like the Rams are the right spot. But, you know, I've had Colorado wrong all season. You better, you better here with Nick and Ken. Phenomenal football Friday. Talking college football. We'll get to the National Football League in a second. And we are minutes away from chuckling with our guest, Sam Paniotovich, at SP Shoot on Twitter, Nesson Fox Sports, and the Chicken Dinner Podcast. Sam, let's turn our attention now to the professionals and to the AFC North, where the Cincinnati Bengals host the Ravens coming up this Sunday. Bengals off like a dud by Joe Burrow. Baltimore off a, uh, a win in Houston in the opener. Cincy like in between three and three and a half, total 46 and a half. How are you betting the Bengals and the Ravens in the Queen City this week? I think this game should be like, closer to a pick them than it should be to three. You know, I mean, Cincinnati's O-line is a big deal. They got dominated last week against Cleveland. And, you know, we all, I think we all bet the Browns last week, two and a half. And now since he's got to lay three in a spot that it, quote, must win, right? I mean, everybody's like, well, the Bengals can't be 0-2. Let's bet the Bengals. This is a very pros against Joe's game, and I side with the pros. I took three. Look, I mean, this Baltimore defense in seven of the last eight seasons has been top ten in points allowed. They are good up front. They limit what you do well. And I think Cleveland showed that Cincinnati is very weak up front. And I think it's going to take time to figure that out. You also think about the origination of the number. I mean, this basically opened in Vegas at Cincinnati minus two and a half. And that's, you know, there's a lot to be said there about a team that everybody's going to bet. People love Burrow and Mahomes and Allen. Everybody's going to bet Cincy. But this line really hasn't budged off the three. So I took three. We know the stats about the Harbaugh clad as dogs. It's very good. But I like the defense for Baltimore against this very bad O-line for Cincy. And I think this is a coin flip. Like I made this game a pick em. So I was happy to take three with the Ravens. Sam, it's, it's only week two, and usually early in the season, like we talk about this on our show, I'm, I'm really, really reluctant to play any teasers really early in the year just because I feel like the lines are just kind of like bad guesses. And, you know, why, why, not, why not just make bets? Why do I have to tease? Why do I want to pay a lot for six points? But I will tell you, and I think you agree, there just are some some games on the board that are kind of calling to you for teasers this week. Like, it's going to be hard not to have teasers this week, the way some of the markets are are shaping up. I know you have a couple that you like. I think we have some that we like as well. Maybe we overlap a little bit. Uh, any teasers, the, the standard two-team six-pointer, anything appeal to you on this card for week two? Yeah, and of course, get the right number, too. I mean, local guys are dealing with 120. You know, some books are dealing minus 150. So, please don't lay 150 on a teaser, but I have a really good affinity this weekend for Chicago and Buffalo on Sunday, but I sort of want the extra protection. And I think sometimes it's okay to lay 120, 130 on a teaser. I want to move through three and seven. Let's take Chicago from two and a half to eight and a half on the dog side. And let's take Buffalo from minus eight to minus two. I love the protection there. The bears can't possibly be worse than they were last week against green Bay. And look, Tampa had like 3.8 yards per play. Tampa, Tampa sucks. I'm not laying two and a half with Tampa, and I'm certainly not going to lay eight and a half on a teaser, so or a pleaser, if you will, the other way. So I like Chicago getting eight and a half, and then Buffalo is shaping up to be the unsquare favorite, right? I talked to John Murray at the Westgate. He was on Nesson this week, and he goes, all of our squares 
are betting the dog. They're taking the Raiders plus eight, plus eight and a half, and that's never an island you want to be on. So, yeah, I'm happy to take Chicago from plus two and a half to plus eight and a half, and let's tease Buffalo down from eight to two. I think Nikki was telling me earlier, you guys like um, Pittsburgh in a teaser. Same principles. I like Pittsburgh. I like Chicago, but I don't like two and a half. I'd rather get plus eight and a half on a teaser here. So my teaser this week is Chicago and Buffalo with the six-point move. I will uh, I will quote a Ken Barkley line that he says often on the show, and in regards to Buffalo, which I think is our favorite teaser option this week, is tease Buffalo with anything that's not bolted down, I think was uh, <laughs> is, is, is Ken's line as it revolves Buffalo that's, this week I, against I, the, the Vegas Raiders. Totally feel that way. Couldn't feel that way more strongly. Yeah, I just... I... You're gonna give me Buffalo two at home against the Raiders, and I'll I'll pay I'll pay more tax than what I would normally pay to get that kind of a leg. I mean, just really unbelievable. I think the government would like that. Uh, Sammy, let's yeah. close with this man. Uh, and this is true. Like I know our listeners and our viewers love the chuckle game. We know they always tweet you after it wins. We absolutely love it. Ken and I had a chuckle at the sports book last weekend, watching the Penn State game go over the total in really easy fashion. Uh, you've got about a solid minute here, my friends. Uh, what are we chuckling about this week, my friend? What is this week's chuckle game? The people demand it. Yeah, do you want the rotation number? It's 8675309. No, I wish it was. <laughs> I only wish it was Tommy Two-Tone. But uh, we're going to go to, let's see, it's North Dakota, Boise State. That's 308906. And I'm going to... Not give you everything, but I'll give you a play here. We think North Dakota is super live in this game. And there are some things at Boise State that aren't quite public yet. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And I think the first couple shots that open up in the market are going to open Boise minus 14. I can promise you if it's 14, that thing is going to get ransacked. We are going to take the points with North Dakota. I think it's going to open 13-14, and we're probably going to bet it down to 11 or 10. So when you get up tomorrow morning, because these lines aren't up yet, it's an extra game, take whatever you can on North Dakota, plus 14, plus 13 and a half, whatever. We bet it down to 10, but Boise's probably going to be in trouble tomorrow. Again, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but we're betting North Dakota at anything north of 10 tomorrow. Sometimes you have, like, these serendipitous moments on the show where, like, listen, like, the, the bet – I'll bet that for sure. But like now yeah. I think we have a new word introduced into the you better you bet lexicon, which is ransacked, yeah. which I think like we're the gonna, line, I thought the line's gonna getting like, ransacked. Like, Not a team. Gonna be like, line is getting ransacked. Yeah. gonna be like the spread's gonna get blasted. He goes, No, like we're gonna ransack this point spread and we're gonna break right. down a number of points. I absolutely loved it. Uh Sam is a star. You gotta watch him talk sports betting on Nesson. You can watch and listen to him and read him on Fox Sports, talking sports betting, and his podcast is Chicken Dinner, and everyone should check it out. Great sports betting podcast, and you should follow Sam on Twitter at SP Shoot. My friend, we appreciate the time as always. Wishing you the best of luck with your bets this weekend, and we will talk to you next Phenomenal Football Friday here on the show. Ransacked. I says what I says. Ransacked. <laughs> we loved yeah. it, man. Like, I'm serious. Like, we will, I, I'm going to use that now moving forward. Yeah. Not in well, regards to those... Ken, the teams, yeah. <laughs> in regards to the sure. points spread. Lines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chief, Chiefs open two and a half when Kelsey and the Jones are announced in. Ransacked. That's what's going to happen to that line. <laughs> Ransacked. Up to three and a half. Colin Wilson coming up next. College football plays for the weekend. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network.